LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Maddie Galea. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel-centered ministry every week. Now, Maddie, this is the second time hosting The One Thing. It's good to have you on board. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's very cool. Where's Derek Hanna? Well, Derek is not joining us for today's episode, but he is missed, but it is great to have you. So very looking forward to your insights into today's episode. Now, The One Thing is brought to you by uh, the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. And we're also part of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network, so check out a whole bunch of podcasts uh, there. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, Generosity. Uh, We're here today with Tony Payne, and we are looking at the Generosity Project. Tony Payne is the ministry trainer, writer in residence at Campus Bible Study. Uh, He also has a text and audio journal called The Painful Truth, which is P-A-Y-N-E. Very funny. It's great. Uh, We're looking at the Generosity Project, which has some contributors as well, such as Dan Wu, the Old Testament lecturer at Moore College, Tim Clemens, senior pastor at Grace City, Luther Simons, uh, senior pastor at Hope Anglican Church Leppington, alongside some guys from the UK with John Stevens, the leader of FIEC, and Jason Roach, who is church planning in Battersea. Welcome, Tony. Hi, Maddie. Nice to be here. No, great to have you. Uh, so if you can start by telling us, what's the problem that you're trying to address? Well, you'll notice there were some British guys and some Australian guys in that list of people that we collaborated with in, in generating this, this new resource. And it's because we spotted as a, as a conversation, as we talked about this, we thought that in both the UK and in Australia, there's a real culture problem with generosity. Um, our churches aren't particularly good at this. We're not good at talking about money or talking about generosity in positive ways. Uh, and as I talked to some guys in the UK who were trying to address that particular question there, we decided that we work together and try and generate a resource that could help churches shift that culture and start to talk about generosity and to change the way people think and act generously in congregations. So that was the problem we were dealing with, the perception that our churches in Australia and the UK are just not great at this. Hmm. You, you talk about this sort of sobering exercise uh, in the Generosity Project. You know, Work out how many regular members you've got, uh, Google the average weekly earnings, calculate you know, what your church budget would be if 80% of those earn a salary and gave just 5% and then compare it with what you currently receive. And then I think you say, get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a depressing exercise. <laughs> but it is uh, but it's helpful, you know, uh, having that data there and putting that in front of people and saying, are we, are we generous? Yeah. And I think um, we're also just not good good at talking about it. You notice when people can get up, give advertisements about money or talk about money or generosity, it's just not, there's something about the British, and we, I think we get this from the British culture ourselves, there's just a reserve about this, in fact, that some of our American brothers don't have in talking about money and generosity. And in fact, we've noticed that cultural difference traveling back and forward to America and to the UK, there is a different feel. And so we felt we really wanted to address that. We wanted to start a conversation about generosity and we wanted to start the really vital thing, which was to address people's hearts because it's a heart issue. It's a spiritual question. Um, if, if we aren't generous, it's because the gospel hasn't penetrated to that part of our ourselves that opens us up to others 
and as we say in the kind of the tagline, makes us big-hearted people, people who flow out in generosity to others, not just in money, of course, but in our time, in our hospitality, in our resources, in our gifts, in everything. I mean, the gospel generates that kind of generous life if it worms its way into our heart and explodes that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few a few senior pastors have told me it's all, it's the the wallet is sort of the last thing to be converted uh, in a person. Now, you yourself say that church cultures don't change simply by sort of running everyone through just a few Bible studies. Yeah. Um, what are you hoping uh, this resource will play? I guess in thinking into how a church increases generosity across the whole church. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, all culture change, it seems to me, happens slowly and over over time. And your chief weapons in culture change are the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And so uh, in saying a few Bible studies, just running everybody through a few Bible studies won't do it. Absolutely true. Mm. Um, but there's no way to transform hearts uh, and for people to start to get excited by the, the possibilities of generosity without the Word of God penetrating their lives and transforming them through God's Spirit. And so it's the application of the Word of God over time in multiple ways, praying that God's spirit would uh, make that word effective and then providing ways for people to think that through and actually start to enact it. And so this resource, the particular book and the videos, they're meant to be part of a broader effort for for a whole congregation that starts with some preaching on generosity that maybe has a a generosity project, an actual thing you might work on together over time, combined with digging deep into the word about about generosity and talking honestly and openly with each other, repenting together, praying together, talking together, and working that through together over time. So it's a, it's a longer-term thing. It's not a quick fix, is it? Culture change never is, is it? So can you? there's six parts to this resource. Can you take us through a bit of an overview as to what that looks like? Yeah, sure. So we figured that if we were going to shift people's understanding and heart about generosity, we had to basically go back to the gospel. Mm. And so it... It proceeds by starting with how God created the world in gener- in generosity, that the world is built on God's generosity. And yet we as humans reject that and curve inwards on ourselves. And selfishness, the opposite of generosity, is kind of our default sinful state. Mm. And that when the gospel comes to us, what it does is it opens us up to a whole new generous life, a life that responds to God's grace by flowing out in grace to others. And that plays out in every area of our lives. So you've got more than half the way through all the material in this resource before we've even talked about money. Mm. Um, We don't lead off with money. We lead off with the gospel and with our hearts and with giving everything to God and Mm. everything to other people, our time and and our everything. And then we get to talk about money as we get towards the end. And what does that look like for actually being generous with everything we have, including our money? Mm. Now, it's it's really helpful you say it's going to take, you know, more than just doing this one-off. It's got to be part of a a regular pattern of, Talking about money, preaching about money, um, you know, confront, confronting it and not hiding from it as you work through the Bible. How how could you see this resource being used sort of on a regular, you know, sort of annual basis with you know with local churches? The resource itself is kind of like a framework for a six week or so thing that you'd run with a group of people. Yep. So you have a book. The book has each session in it with study questions and with text you can read to. to embed it and think it through it afterwards. And there are videos that are part of each one of those sessions. So it's quite a multimedia and you can approach it in different ways. And so there are, there's a six-part thing you could work with, I guess, ideally in a small group. That would be the ideal location. Mm. And 
this this I think would need to be a regular part of what you do with people who come to your church and join. That um, establishing that this is who we are as a as a congregation, people who have this approach to all that we have. Um, I don't think you you could just do it once. You could you could do a major project together once. I think to launch it. Uh, with all sorts of other things around it within your congregational life. But then you'd want to figure out how do we want to keep rolling this out every year and have another major project in two and a half years' time that we all work towards, like a, a big thing that we're going to do together. You've, you've talked about the need for culture change to be led by the leader. What's, you know, what would you say to the church pastor who's feeling a little bit sheepish, embarrassed, you know, doesn't want to talk about finances, doesn't want to talk about generosity? One of the benefits of having a resource like this is that you have a whole bunch of other people saying all the challenging things about generosity. <laughs> so you have we have six excellent Bible teachers, um, three from Australia, three from the UK. You mentioned them, Maddie, who uh, who are the main contributors in the videos, and they do a fantastic job of teasing out these themes that I've been talking about. And we've we've worked them all together, and lots of case studies and stories. And so there's some really powerful Bible teaching in those videos, and also some very powerful personal stories about what that looks like for everyday mm. people to become to be transformed by generosity, and to become generous themselves. Um, and so you've got this resource that can get a conversation going among your people that doesn't re- doesn't depend on you being the one to to be the only voice. And there's always that sense of awkwardness that some pastors have about that, as if I'm hawking for my own salary sort of stuff. Yeah, and, and I think even as Australians, as Australians and, and people from the UK, we're, we're really reluctant to sort of use ourselves as examples. Um, so it is good to have someone else we can point to and say, isn't this great? Isn't this a great example of uh, what God is doing in, in their life? Mm. To give us a little taster uh, of the video resources that accompany the written resource, have a listen to this clip from Tim Clemens, lead pastor at Grace City Church in Waterloo, Sydney. How can we invest in the growth of the gospel, right, both at my own church and beyond that, rather than thinking, oh, how do I just maintain things and meet my obligations? I, I, I can start thinking, how can I invest to see real gospel growth through my generosity? And so... If all of that sounds, oh, that's hard, uh, it's important to remember that contentment and generosity go hand in hand. And that's not to say that you should only start being generous once you're content, because it's often the other way around, actually. Uh, it's the process of being generous that helps us become more content people, because generosity uh, is an antidote to our natural tight-fistedness and just desire for more and more. And so generosity helps us be content. And so therefore, rather than thinking to yourself, you know, should I forego X or Y so that I can give that money away, you know, and be generous? Instead, maybe start by being faithful and then look around and think, where can I be extravagantly, ferociously generous here? And then you may well find that having done that, you don't really worry about the money that you could have spent on other things anymore. So one of the uh, contributors is Tim Clemens. Now, Maddie, you've just started uh, going to Grace City in the sort of last six months. Uh, keen to hear how Grace City talk about money, talk about generosity, talk yeah. about resourcing the work of the gospel going out in Waterloo. 
Yeah, probably the the main way you find out about finances and your your first introduction to giving at Grace City is through on board, which is their their membership, their integration course into life at Grace City, um, and that goes for a few hours, but probably only about ten minutes of that is focusing on this area, uh, and they kind of just run you through the biblical reasons why, as Christians, being part of a church family, we give, uh, we support. Uh, yeah, the work that um, God is doing through the church. Um, and then every quarter, Tim will approach church as a whole in a service, um, give a bit of an update. Kind of, it probably depends on where giving and everything is at, but, you know, thanking God for the generous supporters. That's also very similar to um, my experience at, you know, MBM. There's always a, I guess, in that there's a vision series that's getting you to pledge for the following year. Um, and I think. A, a positive thing in all of that is it's kind of thanking people for their generosity and saying, you know, you give and in this ministry, six people became Christians and you get to celebrate and be part of that and see that window. If you get $5, it goes towards that. Like, like you can rejoice in that as well. And it's not something, you know, six months, a year into church, they kind of surprise this giving thing on you. Yeah, or, when the, budget's, or when the budget's going backwards or when yeah. we've got a building project. Yeah. Generosity is, is all of life and, and all the time. Mm. In that sense, sometimes generosity in Christian world can be kind of like a, a euphemism for talking about money. Saying money sounds like, let's have a money talk is sounds kind of mm. sleazy. But let, let's talk about <laughs> generosity. It's kind of our... Um, that's our euphemism. Um, and it, it was one of the things we wanted to genuinely do in this resource was not just use generosity as a euphemism for money, but to go go to this underlying heart mm. issue, which is generosity, which goes mm. to time and everything else in our lives that really is the underlying spiritual point. Um, it's when we're closed in and curved back in on our own selves and desires. That's the, that's the gospel issue. So, Tony, what's your one thing about generosity? Through God's word and through his spirit, we can become the big-hearted, generous people that God calls us to be. And this resource helps us to learn and work and pray together to get to that end. So, Tony, how do we actually use this resource? Well, it's designed, as I said, um, mainly for a small group to use, and other things can happen around that that you can design as a, as a whole church. But as the small group works through... Uh, these six sessions. In each session, there's some Bible study and discussion, um, but then there's some input. And the input you can uh, work through together as a group, either by watching the videos, which are free, just you can just get them from YouTube or from the generositproject.com, or you can read the text, which pretty much mirrors what's in the videos, but in a narrative text kind of chapter. You can read that together, or Bonus, you can read that afterwards to consolidate and work through the ideas. So each mm -hmm. section has this mix of discussion, questions, Bible study, teasing that through, talking it through together, praying it over, um, video input or text input that you can work through together, either in the session together or afterwards. And you can do that flexibly depending on how you want to work. And so the idea is that it soaks people in the word and gives them time to think it through, work it through, pray it through together through these six sessions. And so all you need to buy is just this one book it's got it's a book in a sense it's got six chapters but it's mm. also got all the bible study material there as well for you great and it's very pretty i'm right here i can see it uh so scott tell us what's in the toolbox we've got some great resources obviously you want to check out the generosity project so you can head to their matthias media website thegenerosityproject.com 
on that, you'll see how you can order the resource, uh, how you can use the resource, and also see some of those uh, contributors and the videos that they've put together as well. But get your hands on the on the resource itself. It's uh, it's really well produced, and as Tony said, they've spent the time road testing it uh, and working out you know how it's going to I guess most be impactfully used in the church. Second resource, uh, Rod Irvine's book, uh, Giving Generously. I think it's a, a great book for leaders to be thinking about that you know, bigger picture culture change stuff uh, and your role as a leader in, um, in seeing generosity across your church. So that's an excellent book to uh, check out as well. The other resource that I found quite helpful is a book on uh, gospel patronage. So I'll provide a link in the show notes. Pretty sure you can download that ebook for free as well now. Um, but it's a it's a great book uh, that you know tells stories of gospel patronage over the years, uh, and that's I think a really useful book to inspire people and, and and have someone else tell stories of generosity as well. And if you liked what you heard today on the one thing, we'd appreciate it if you take a moment to rate the show on iTunes and even leave a comment. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the One Thing. I'm Scott Sanders, and I'm Maddie Galea. Chat, Chat soon. soon.